Hello and welcome. You are listening to the Ditch Decade Diets Podcast. I am your host, Lorna Perozo, certified food freedom coach and founder of the Ditch Decade Diets Academy. I've spent 10 years in an unhealthy relationship with food, binge eating, over-exercising, and feeling insecure in my body. This podcast is all about helping you get to the root of your food struggles and teaching you how to rewire your brain so you can end binge eating. If you're ready to improve your relationship with food and cultivate more self-love towards yourself and your health, this is the podcast for you. So let's get to it and jump right in. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Ditch Decade Diets podcast. Before we dive in, I wanted to let you know I am running a special three-day masterclass on the top three things that you need to stop binge eating. This is knowing exactly what to do before, during, and after a binge. I'm going to teach you how to prepare yourself before a binge to help you to not give in, how to create a pattern interrupt mid-binge so that you can get out of autopilot mode and not eat until you're physically sick, and what to do after a binge to release guilt and prevent another binge from happening. These three things are key to ending your binge eating. And I can't wait to share all of this with you. So if you are interested in joining the three day masterclass, you can click the link down below in the show notes and you can join in. You do not need to show up live. It will be recorded. Obviously, if you can show up live, that would be amazing. The energy is just so much fun, but you will get lifetime access to the entire three day masterclass. I cannot wait. So come inside, join the masterclass, and I will see you inside. Okay, so let's talk about the two reasons why you're still binging, even though you're no longer restricting yourself from the foods that you love. So I remember being in this place. I was eating intuitively, and I didn't really have any off-limit foods. I mean, I did, but I was way more flexible. Like I was allowing myself to eat chocolate. I was allowing myself to go out for dinner. I no longer was weighing, tracking, measuring all my food. I was intuitive eating at this point, right? And I was still binging, like no more fitness pal. I stopped weighing myself. I'm eating the foods that I enjoy. Like I literally was like allowing myself to eat chocolate and You know, I was allowing myself to eat the whole banana, not just half. I was allowing myself to have as much almond butter as I wanted without, you know, weighing it out. And I was so confused. And I know it can be so frustrating because you're like, okay, I feel like I'm eating more because you're adding in like other foods that maybe you normally wouldn't have. And then also you still feel like you're consuming so many calories because you're binging and it can feel so frustrating, right? And what I realized was that even though I technically wasn't physically restricting myself from these foods, I still had that urge to binge. I still had this pull to eat more than normal. 
I still was going through this out-of-body experience. I still was out of control with food. I still felt like somebody was taking over my body. So I quickly understood that this urge, like this impulse that I was feeling, I needed to somehow get rid of that because that was what was really causing me to binge and feel out of control. So this is really the first reason. Number one, why you're binging, even though you're allowing yourself your favorite foods, you haven't gotten rid of the urge to binge. And this is why you guys, my entire process is my root and rewire process, teaching you how to rewire your brain. So you stop feeling that urge to binge. This is everything. You can't miss this step. Binge eating is a habit. Okay. It's a habit that's been ingrained into the brain. And the more times that you feel that urge and you give in, the stronger that urge becomes. So what I was realizing was that I was actually intensifying it every single time that I gave into the urge. So it didn't matter that I was allowing myself to eat chocolate. It didn't matter that I allowed myself to go out for dinner. I still felt that urge, right? So even if I allowed myself to eat chocolate, I'd feel this urge and I felt compelled to keep on eating. Like I just couldn't stop. A bite of something sweet turned into a binge. I went out for dinner, which is amazing. And then I came home and I felt this urge to binge. And like I said, that can be really confusing and really frustrating because you are allowing yourself, like you're, you're not restricting yourself maybe as much as you used to. You're, you're allowing yourself to eat these foods. You feel like you're eating so much more and you're like, well, I shouldn't be binging because I'm allowing myself to eat the chocolate, but you still feel that urge. So that needed to be my main focus and it needs to be your focus as well too. Now, obviously, if you are no longer restricting yourself, like that's huge. Okay. Like, first of all, you just got to be proud of yourself. You got to like pat yourself on the back. Like you should really be so proud of yourself because that is like huge. That is amazing. Okay. Just want to say that because like I don't think I gave myself enough credit. Uh, I just like automatically went into like beat up mode. Like, wait, why am I still binging? Like I'm not restricting. I'm still binging, but you have to just like be proud of yourself for no longer um, physically restricting yourself and maybe even no longer seeing food as like good versus bad. Right. But if you don't get rid of that urge to binge, it's like the urge is still going to pop up and you will still find yourself binging. Now, maybe it's less, right? So maybe you don't feel that urge to binge as much. Um, maybe you're not binging as much. Like maybe you went from daily binging to now binging a few days per week, which is obviously huge progress. But again, like obviously you want to be free from this. Like you don't want to just be settling and like binging a few times per week. You don't want to binge anymore. You want to end this for good. And that requires you to stop feeling that urge to binge. Now, I will also say this, even when I knew that I needed to stop giving into the urge to binge, I still gave in. Even though I knew that every single time I gave into the urge to binge, I would be deepening this habit into the brain and it would be so much harder for me to not give in. I still gave in. In fact, many times I was 
even more frustrated with myself because I knew what I needed to do and I just couldn't do it. Like I couldn't not give in. And so many times I remember telling Andrew, like I was texting him. We both worked at the same gym at this time and he was still at the gym and I was at home. And I remember texting him like, I'm such an idiot. Like I'm so stupid. Why do I keep on doing this? And then I needed to really take a moment to be like, Lorna, you know what to do, but you're not doing it because you're trying to distract yourself. You're, you're just telling yourself, like, don't give in. You're trying to just willpower your way to not giving in. And you can't think your way out of it. You just can't. Like, you can't just say, don't give in. Like, you're not going to tell yourself, don't do it. And then you're going to listen. Like, it, it doesn't work that way. We have to understand, like, the way that the brain works it is so hardwired into our brain. So it's not enough to just say, don't do it. And that's what I was doing. I would come home from work and I'm like, just don't do it. Like, I'm not going to do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. And then I would do it. And I would like blame myself. Like what, what's wrong with me? And I was so frustrated and I was sad and I was annoyed and, and pissed off and, and frustrated because I'm like, I don't want to be doing this. Like, why is it so hard? And I needed to learn how to weaken and get rid of this urge to binge in order for me to stop feeling it. Like that was key. And I didn't know how, right? I didn't know how. So I had to get support because I was trying distraction and staying busy and just not keeping the foods in my house and just trying to say no and have more willpower and be more motivated. But that actually made me more frustrated because it wasn't the solution that I needed. I needed a different approach. I needed to get rid of that urge to binge. And when I realized that I didn't know how to do that, I knew that's what I needed to do, which was a great first awareness step. But the second piece of it was like, I need to learn the tools to actually be able to support me through this. Like that's what I needed to take the next step. So if you're beating yourself up and becoming even more frustrated because you know that you should not give in, but you keep giving in, perhaps you just need the proper tools that will help you in that moment to get rid of the urge so that you no longer have to just try to not give in. Like you just don't feel it. That's the freaking goal, you guys. It's not about how dedicated can I be today? Like, how busy can I keep myself so that I just like distract myself from it? You want to get rid of it so that you don't feel it. And it's so much easier because you don't have to fight with yourself. Like, okay, just don't give in. Just don't give in. You don't have to do that. You don't feel it anymore. This is what this literally changed my life. I stopped binge eating because I didn't feel that urge to binge. And this is actually part of what I'm going to be teaching inside of my three-day masterclass coming up at the end of the month. It's going to be so good. This will literally change your life. Okay. Now, the second reason you may be binge eating, even though you're not restricting yourself from your favorite foods you may be experiencing mental restriction. This is completely different than physical restriction. So you're allowing yourself to eat the chocolate, 
but you feel guilty and you feel bad about it. You're allowing yourself to go up for dinner, but you feel like you have to restrict and eat less the next day in order to make up for it. You are allowed to have something sweet, but if you feel like you're eating more than what you deem as like normal, you start judging yourself. So mental restriction can be so sneaky. So for me, I allowed myself almond butter, but I capped it to like, I, I like I had a certain amount where I was like, Ooh, that's too much. Like I capped it to like one or two tablespoons. Like I wasn't tracking or like weighing my food. I was eating intuitively, but like, usually it would be like only one tablespoon. I allowed myself to eat chocolate, but if I had one or two, if I had more than like one or two pieces, I would feel bad. So there were like these chocolate almond butter bars like that I still eat today because they're just so good. My mom makes them and they're just like, yeah, they're just these little chocolate almond butter bars. And I would allow myself to have them, right? I was in this period. I was eating intuitively, no more weighing, no more tracking, no more my fitness pal. I was allowing myself to eat these foods. But a lot of the times, like one or two wouldn't satisfy me. But in the back of my mind, I felt like I did something wrong or I did something bad or I should feel bad and judge myself if I wanted like three or four, right? That is mental restriction. You're allowing yourself to have it, but you're beating yourself up. You're feeling bad. You're judging yourself. You're feeling guilty. I would allow myself to go up for dinner, but in the back of my mind, I felt like I was messing up. I was ruining my diet. I felt like I had to restart, right? So although maybe you're not physically restricting yourself, you may be restricting yourself in the sense that there is guilt, shame, anxiety, and judgment. And the reason why all of these feelings, these emotions, these sensations can lead to binge eating is because they all block and mute your body's ability to actually feel satisfied and to extract pleasure, which we all need. We need to feel satisfied. We need to feel pleasure. We can't just feel full. We have to feel satisfied. So if you're eating the chocolate, but the whole time you're feeling bad about it, you're not actually enjoying it. Therefore, there's less satisfaction. And then you need to go find more satisfaction because you actually didn't feel it because when you were eating the chocolate, you were feeling bad, which means you're going to keep eating the chocolate bar because I'm not satisfied yet. I'm still looking for satisfaction or you go out for dinner and you order the pizza, but then you feel really bad about it and you feel guilty because you feel like maybe you should have eaten, you should have ordered the, the salad. So now you feel guilty the whole time and your hunger and fullness cues are being overridden by the guilt. And then you can't stop when you're full because you can't feel your fullness cues because it's being, you know, overrided by, by the guilt. And then the cycle repeats itself, right? So this is so important, you guys. Like this, this is, this is what I work with my clients on because a lot of them are like, okay, like I'm allowing myself, you know, to have these foods, but like, I still feel that urge or I feel really bad or like, did I mess up? And I know the guilt can be so hard to shake off. Like I totally get it. 
And it happens so often because diet culture is rooted in your mind. You have this vision of what is right, what is wrong, what foods are good, what foods are bad. Are you doing the quote unquote right thing or are you doing something bad or off limits? We have to rewire this conditioning in your mind, in your brain in order for you to be able to release the guilt, right? And this this part, this whole aspect of releasing guilt is actually what I'm going to be talking about in the three-day masterclass as well too on day three, like how to shake that guilt and get you prepared and, and, and not allow yourself to spiral into that all or nothing mentality, not let this guilt cause you to restrict, which is going to lead into another binge on day three of the masterclass. I'm going to teach you how to master post binge or how to master eating something, experiencing guilt and being able to shake it off quickly and prevent a binge from from arising again. So this is huge. And something that I actually like doing with my clients is like kind of like this boss up energy and like getting real with yourself to, to ask yourself, like, how am I feeling right now? And what is actually true? So let's say you're feeling guilty because you just had a chocolate bar. So it's like, okay, I had the chocolate bar, but I really enjoyed it. Okay. I feel really guilty for going out for dinner, but I'm so proud of myself for going out for dinner and not staying at home. I feel guilty for eating X, Y, Z thing, but, and then like state the truth, like state the fact, like what is true? Heck freaking. Yeah. I enjoyed the chocolate. Can you be so confident in that? Because when you're confident, Like it's a whole different energy than allowing yourself to just stay in this like low energy of like, oh, why did I do that? Like, I feel so bad. Like, don't focus on, oh, but now my stomach hurts or I ate too much. Like that might be true, but what did you enjoy? What did you like about it? Focus on that. Not the little, you know, diet culture stories in your mind of like, Oh, I wasn't even hungry. I shouldn't have done that. Like I'm going to gain a bunch of weight. Like that is all rooted in diet culture. Okay. We don't, we don't want that. So it's going to take time to rewire your thinking around food, but call those negative thoughts out and remind yourself that you're choosing to think differently. Now you are absolutely going to feel different by shifting those thoughts, right? And you have to absolutely get rid of the physical restriction and the mental restriction. Any type of guilt, shame, judgment is always going to propel the binge cycle. It fuels this cycle. And this is what can make it seem like you're on a hamster wheel because it just feels never ending. You tell yourself you can eat the chocolate, but then you feel bad eating the chocolate. And then that either causes you to eat more of the chocolate to make you feel better, or you throw all the chocolate away and you're like, I'm never going to eat any more chocolate. And then that makes you crave all the chocolate. And then you want all the chocolate and then you binge on all the chocolate. And then now you see chocolate is bad and you feel guilty for eating chocolate. You guys see where this is going, right? So there's so much more to it than just physical restriction. Like I said, if you are no longer like 
physically restricting yourself from the foods that you love, pat yourself on the back. That is incredible. But now we have to get rid of that urge and you need to learn how to release the guilt and work through that mental restriction so that you don't keep having those binge episodes. And like I said, this is exactly what I'm going to be talking about in my three-day masterclass happening next week. I'm so excited. You are going to learn everything that you need to know about what to do before, during, and after a binge so that you can break this cycle and be free from binge eating for good. So day one is all about preventing a binge from happening in the first place. So you're going to learn specific tools and strategies to prep your body to be less impulsive, to have more control with food and to get rid of that urge to binge. Day two is all about what to do mid binge before the food takes over, before your stomach starts hurting you. Although you want to do your best to prevent the binge from arising, if you end up in the middle of a binge, you want to know how to shift out of autopilot mode so you can regain your control back and no longer eat until you're physically sick. Now, day three is after a binge. So you've just binged. Now what? I'm going to teach you how to shake off that guilt, set yourself up for success so that you don't end up in the all or nothing mentality or a week long binge. I am so excited. This is going to be absolutely incredible. You're going to get so much value out of these three days with me inside of this masterclass. So if you'd like to join, be sure you can click the link down below, see all the details. You do not need to attend live. It's lifetime access. You will get all of the trainings that you can keep for lifetime access. If you can show up live, amazing. If not, that's totally fine. So I am so excited. I cannot wait to see you inside. Enjoy the rest of your day and we'll chat soon. Thank you so much for listening to another episode. I cannot wait to dive deeper into three of the top things that you need to stop your binge eating inside of my three-day masterclass happening at the end of October. I am going to teach you everything that you need to know about what to do before during and after a binge that you can break the cycle and be free from binge eating for good. So if you're interested in join, you can click the link down below in the show notes. And when I tell you that these things, these three things are key to ending binge eating, I truly mean it for you. It will change everything for you. You will stop feeling the urge to binge. You will know exactly what to do mid binge before the food takes over and your stomach hurts. And you will have tools for after a binge that will help you quickly release the guilt and prevent another binge from arising. I can't wait. I'm so excited. So be sure to join through the link down below in the show notes, and I will see you inside the masterclass.